now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers, boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Road Show, right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the, the Derriers. Doing our thing, man. Yes, we are. We're just driving up and down the road, you know, looking for music, but playing it, you know, putting yeah. it on the radio show. There's so much of it out there. Oh, it's everywhere. Yeah. It's like, you know, I think I've described it as tumbleweeds before. I don't, I don't recall that, but, I, but that's good that's enough. That's why I want to describe it now. Okay. Oh, it's like tumbleweeds. It's oh, everywhere. Well, that's an interesting analogy, Leo. <laughs> Gosh, I wish I would have thought of that. Yeah, well, next time. <laughs> well, people ask us, they say, Derriere's, exactly what is Americana music? And, which is a really good question. Well, it's kind of stupid to ask us, like we're some kind of experts. We know nothing. But we, do have, we do have an opinion. That's true, that's true. And it's a pretty good one. Um, and, and we think that it's music with... Distinctive American, American roots, and, yeah. and that's a mighty broad definition. We oh, keep it yeah. that way, you know, on purpose. Oh, because of that, I mean, it could be uh, all kinds of different things. Yeah, it really mean, could be. It could be country. It could be barbershop. It could be bluegrass. It could be lounge music. It could be rock and roll. Did I say sea shanties? Oh, uh, you said it uh, <laughs> in a previous uh, life. I, I'm going to say it again yeah. eventually. Yeah, yeah. It could be that Nashville sound. How about bubblegum? It could be elevator music. Not to mention uh, country western. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, it could also be Tex Mex. It could be jazz. And you know what it really could be? It could really be Boogaloo. Boogaloo. Yeah. We'd love to say Boogaloo. We just like to say Boogaloo. Yeah. yeah. The format of the show is uh, we show up each week, uh, each of us with a uh, virtual fistful of tunes. Which we did not discuss in advance. That's right. And the only rule is that um, I don't know what you're going to do and you don't know what I'm going to do. Yep. That's right. And we take turns starting the show. We do. That's and right. you do it on the even-numbered shows, That's right? right. Uh-huh. Well, today is your turn. All right. So um, in one of our Christmas shows, um, uh, I talked about um, uh, Tina Adair and Dale Ann Bradley. They did a, yes. a, a duet together. Mm-hmm. It's really sweet. So I, right. I thought, man, i got to look into these uh, women a little bit more. And I talked about this a little bit before. Tina Adair, Adair was uh, in a family band. Um, but then at the age of 17 years old, she signed a recording contract with Sugar Hill Records. Right. I remember that. Right. Mighty Young, you know. Mighty Young. Her first album was called Just You Wait and See. It was released in 97. <laughs> and I just got to say this. I think I said this before. It was produced by Jerry Douglas. Yeah. And it featured uh, such luminaries as Chris Thiele, Brian Sutton, Aubrey Haney, Victor Krauss, Charlie Cushman, Keith Little, and Alan O'Brien. How could you lose? Well, yeah. I mean, they could even make us sound good. Yeah, maybe not. But Uh, but, uh, she toured for four years and and then went off to attend college. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all boys, have fun now. I'm going to school. So, uh, but anyway, uh, I I, I did research it after I uh, read that, and and it's it's a tremendous album. And there's a a song on here that I think is a 
Uh, well, no. Actually, uh, I, I decided not to do an off the album because I found a single that she released in 2020. That was one, uh, just a duet that you did for the Christmas show. For the album. Christmas show, right. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, and I was going to feature something off of that album because it's all great. But I ran into this single that she released. And uh, being on Truckers Radio USA, I just couldn't resist. It's okay. a great song. It's called 18 Wheels and a Dozen Roses. <laughs>
There's nothing not bluegrass about that. Yeah. It's, that's bluegrass, man. Pretty good way to start the show. It really is. All right, Leo. Well, I think it's your turn. Well, one of the caveats we have on this show is that we never discuss the music ahead of time. That's right. Right. So you kind of kicked this song. I think that was kind of a truck driving song, right? That's, that's why I liked it. Okay. So our butter, Jason... Yeah, we you know we watch him a lot. He posts crazy stuff. Yes, on, he does. And and, and he he posted a thing um, uh, about a guy named Richard William uh, Curlis. Yeah, did you did you see that? I've seen he's been posting a bit about uh, Dick Curlis. Dick Curlis. Yeah. So I decided to chase that down a little bit. I'm glad you did. I haven't had a chance to. Uh, well, it's pretty cool, man. He's he's quite a guy, man. He well, for one thing, when I saw a picture of him, it was pretty cool. He's got a patch over his right eye. He does. And I thought maybe he was just trying to do a pirate thing, but it turned out that he suffered from a you know a, an eye problem. Okay. So he wore the patch, which actually made him look pretty cool. But anyway, uh, he was born in uh, Fort Fairfield, Maine, uh, in 1932, and uh, he married his wife in 1951, and only six months after the wedding, he was drafted in the United States Army, and he served in the Korean War. Wow. Uh, from uh, For two years, 52 to 54, and then uh, first as a truck driver, and later as a radio host. You oh, know? wow, interesting. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. And uh, he was also, uh, he had a nickname, they called him the Baron of Country Music. <laughs> after one of his more popular songs, you know. But anyway, uh, now this name comes a lot when we talk about uh, music and how people get known. Um, he appeared on the CBS television show Arthur Godfrey's Talent Scouts. Oh, yeah. That pops up all the time. It has launched a lot of careers sure. in the years. And uh, he did it. You know, he, it really launched him off. And um, he, uh, he, he, in 1965, he recorded the song I'm going to play okay. today. Uh, it's a really cool tune. Uh, it's called A Tombstone Every Mile, and it really launched him. Okay. And after that, man, he had a whole string of hits uh, during the you know during that time period. So anyway, and he spent the uh, some of the later years he uh, he performed a lot down in Branson, Missouri. Oh, I'll be darned. And he, he goes down the road, just down the road from where we live in Kansas City. Right. So let's give this guy his real full name was Richard William Curtis. Everybody call him Dick. Dick Curlis, uh, Tombstone Every Mile, 1965. All you big and burly men who roll the trucks along, better listen, you'll be thankful when you hear my song. You have really got it made if you're hauling goods. Any place on earth but those Hainesville woods It's a stretch of road up north in Maine That's never, ever, ever seen a smile If they buried all the truckers lost in them woods There'd be a tombstone every mile Count them off There'd be a tombstone every mile When you're loaded with potatoes and you're headed down you gotta drive the woods to get to Boston town When it's winter up in Maine Better check it over twice That Haynesville Road is just a ribbon of ice It's a stretch of road up north in Maine That's never, ever, ever seen a smile 
If they buried all the truckers Lost in them woods There'd be a tombstone every mile Count them off There'd be a tombstone every mile Talking to a trucker that's been hauling goods Down that stretch of road in Maine they call the Haynesville Woods He'll tell you that dying and going down below Won't be half as bad as driving on that road of ice and snow It's a stretch of road up north in Maine That's never, ever, ever seen a smile if they buried all the truckers Lost in them woods There'd be a tombstone every mile Count them all There'd be a tombstone every mile I like that sound effect <laughs> You know, that's great. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Well, thank you, Jason. Yeah, that's we a, appreciate it, buddy. What a great tip. All right, Rogers, back to you. Okay. In my musical stumblings, um, I ran across this uh, musician, and and I was uh, I was taken by the title of the song, uh, and which is also the title of the album, which is "Worrisome Heart." Okay. Which is uh, kind of cool, I thought. And I started looking into it, and um, the woman's name is Melody Gardot. She was born in, in 1985, and um, it's an interesting story. So while riding her bicycle in Philadelphia in 2003, she was struck by an SUV and sustained head, spinal, and pelvic injuries. Ooh. She was confined to a hospital bed for a year, Needed to relearn simple tasks and was left oversensitive to light and sound. Oh my. So most of the pictures you see, she has on sunglasses, uh -huh. right? Um, but she was encouraged by a, a physician who believed music would help heal her brain. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, and, go figure. And it's true. Um, she learned to hum and then to sing into a tape recorder, and then eventually she started writing songs. Huh. And uh, given her oversensitivity to sound, she chose quieter music. Hmm. So when she was doing her physical therapy on a thread, uh, treadmill, she listened to uh, Bossa Nova by Stan Getz. Uh, it says specifically the girl from Impanina. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. But she was unable to sit comfortably at a piano, so she learned how to play guitar on her back. I mean, this is somebody that wow. was committed. She wanted you know, it, didn't she? Which is super cool. Um at first, she was reluctant to record her songs because she said they were just too private for the public to hear, but she relented. And uh, allowed her songs to be played on a Philadelphia radio station and, uh, and gained some popularity. Um, great stuff. It's blues, man. And uh, you, can, it, you can tell us from the heart. Worrisome Heart uh, from 2006, the title cut. I need a hand 
with my worries so high. I need a hand with my worries so high. Me the way that I am with this here worrisome heart. I need a break from my troubling way. To break from my troubling ways, I would be lucky to find me a man who could love me the way that I am, with all my troubling ways. She great man, I man. tell you. I mean, you know, wow, what yeah. a dedication! You yeah, know. digging deep there. Yeah. Oh, hey, look at the time, right? Hey, yes, it is time for us to um, 
do what we have to do, which yeah. is uh, yeah, it's Moving Day do. tomorrow. I know tomorrow's Moving Day. I know it is. I, I guess who's turn it is to check the tire. <laughs> it's my turn to check it's the tire. It's not my turn. <laughs> yes, you are excited, aren't you? I am. I'm, glad, I'm just so glad you can get well, so much I, enjoyment. And I appreciate it, Roger. Yeah. Seriously. Oh, sure you do. Sure you don't okay. want to use my little outfit because it's... Um, yes, I'm sure. Okay. Go out and pick Bye. up the trash. Got it. I'll, I'll meet it. you back here in a few. Okay. This is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio, Radio USA. USA. Oh, we're back. We are back. Everything went well with the uh, tire? and uh, Yeah, it was two pounds down. Two pounds. It was fine. That's not bad at yeah, all. Yeah. No. It was all good. No, it's all good. Not a problem. Okay. Uh, how was the trash? <laughs> it's all fine. It's all good. Trash is fine. Okay, good. It's all out at the curb now, so we're good to go. Okay. Well, right. I, yeah, I'm glad to hear that. Leo. Yeah, I Thank know you. you are. I can see it in your eyes. Well, sure. Uh, well, we are broadcasting this week from the Shady Grove RV Park uh, right here in Cross City, Florida. And I I never really heard of Cross City. I think we I mentioned it. either. That, you know, yeah. It, but it's a nice town. I mean, you know, for, I've got to tell you, one thing about it is the weather is beautiful. Well, yes. The weather is really beautiful yes, here. Yes, that's true. And, and I mean, it's uh, it's not a big town. Again, they, uh-huh. I, that little sign said like 1,700 people. Okay. That's, well, that's about right for us. It's about right for us. Yeah. We don't blend in too well, but, uh, well, but still. As usual. They're usually fairly tolerant. That's that's right. Yeah. In a small town like this, yes. <laughs> We're only 19 miles uh, from the Florida Gulf Coast, which is pretty cool. Yeah. We ought to drive over there. We haven't done that yet. We need to do that. We need to do that. And, oh, and one notable thing about this town, they apparently have a lot of athletes that come from here, right? Okay. I mean, there's a, a Nick Collins. Uh, from he was a defensive back for the Green Bay Packers, right? Okay. Duke Dawson, a defensive back for the Denver Broncos, and a guy named uh, Eugene McDowell, uh, who was a professional basketball player. All hail from this little tiny town. Wow! So we they got that going. For way them. to way to go. Other than that, That's it's great. it's a nice little uh, you know Gulf yeah, Coast town. It's with, been a good stay with palm trees and, and stuff. You nice know? weather, yeah. And nobody's given us too much grief about the noise or anything. I mean, yeah. That's that's a plus. That's a, that's a plus. Yeah. That's well, right. people ask us. They say, "Derriers, uh, you know what's what's your deal? You know, uh, you, you travel around this country in that old RV, and you stay in Shady Grove RV parks. That's right. Uh, what's up? What's up with that? Yeah. It, it's kind of just. Well, it's kind of what we do. I mean. Yeah. I don't know how we got into this. It just happened. It, yeah, like it's, it's, it's not a bad gig. I mean, it's not a bad gig. Yeah. No. I mean, pay could be better, but <laughs> the pay could be. Pay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Good be. point. That's right. We're nice work, clarification. Working on that. We, yeah. we we solicit. We're trolling for sponsors all the time. All the time. Uh, but, One yeah. of these days, we're going to get a bite. Yeah, well, I'm ready. I guess so. Yeah, I'll reel that baby in. <laughs> well, you know, um, you know, unlike our compadres on uh, Truckers Radio USA who have these things called ranches, ranches yeah. you know, I mean, for instance, uh, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rock and Diamond R Ranch. Where the, is it, Roger? It's in the. Dos, Dos Cabezas, Cabezas Mountains. Mountains. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. We got to go there and get Dos Cervezas well, that's from absolutely. him. I bet he'd do that. He'd for us. do that for us. Yeah. Sure. We got to. We, we got to get better at aiming the dart. It's a. It's a long drive for a couple of beers. I'm just saying. Well, but if the dart takes us there. Oh, that's true. There you go. Okay, gotcha. Then we don't have a choice. No choice. Uh, Alan Bailey, of course, has the Swinging Gate Ranch out there in Western Kansas. We've been there. Uh huh. Tennessee Jim, the Diamond W Ranch on the edge Angel- of the Kansas Flint, Flint Hills. Hills. That's right. Uh, Oren Friesen, uh, the Rockin' Banjo Ranch. 
And then, uh, of course, we used to say, gosh, I wish we had a ranch. And, and, uh, and our pal Suzanne said it straight. She did. She didn't? She, she, said, she said, look at it this way, guys. She said, you have the entire continental United States, exactly. border to border, ocean to ocean. Ocean to ocean. Yeah. And uh, you, you could say you have a ranch without, without fences. fences. Yeah. And we appreciate that's a true thing. It is true. We, and we do spend a lot of time just driving around the country. In our old RV called... Rambling. Us there every Why? time. Why? does. Yeah, she does. We ought, to, Rosie ought to have her own Facebook page or something, you know? Well, that's a good thought. People keep asking about her, you know? She's, yeah. she's a sweet little RV. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. All right. Well, Leo, uh, I do believe it's back to you. You know, our, here's how sometimes you get a message, you know, from the universe, sort of. Yes. Know? And it's like a nudging you to do something. Right. Okay, so uh, way back when we first started this show, our buddy Art Jackson. Yeah, made a lot of you know suggestions. Sure, and he we still hear from him once in a while. Yeah, he's a great source. Of he he really is. And he had recommended um, that we that we play a song uh, by a band that he was familiar with from his time in Chicago. Okay, all right. The band was named uh, after the guys that were in Aliota Haynes and Jeremiah. Right. Okay. And there was a song that they did called Lakeshore Drive, which is kind of homage, you okay. know, to sure. that that very famous road. And it's a good song, you know, but I, I didn't I didn't put it on at the time. Well, then a little bit later, it came up again. It's like a nudge. I heard somebody else mention the song, and they said it was featured in a, the movie called Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah, okay, that's a great movie. All right, well that song's in there. Oh really? Yeah, it is. And I'm going really okay. Well, that's kind of interesting. And then um, and then just a few you know a few days ago, when, when you're on the road, you were driving. I was in the back, you know, watching movies. And I was watching this movie. Uh, it was made for you know, made for TV kind of thing called "Don't Make Me Go." And I'm looking at the uh, credits as it's rolling again, and there's the damn song again, again, again. Wow! <laughs> so so I, the nudge turned into a show. I said, "Play the damn song." I guess so. Okay, so here's the deal: uh, the band uh, they scored a regional hit. You know, it was in 1972. And uh, it's the title track of the album uh, from uh, called Lakeshore Drive, which is a tribute to the Lakefront Highway there in Chicago. Sure. Which I've driven. I'm sure you have, too. You bet. Uh, so anyway, after getting so many nudges, now these guys are pretty good. I mean, it, you know, it's a good 70s cruising song. And, and a lot of the comments I wrote, uh, I read were people that said, oh, yeah, man, that's what we did. We cruised Lakeshore Drive. Oh, you know, be darned. That was our thing to do. So I, I hear you, universe. Okay. Okay. I'm taking the I'm taking the hint here. Okay. So will you leave me alone after I'll leave, this? Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> Aliana Haynes Jeremiah from 1971. It's called Lakeshore Drive. Right on by 
south on Lakeshore Drive, getting into town. And just slipping on by on LSD, fighting that trouble bound. Up north from Hollywood, water on the driving side. Concrete mountains wearing up, throwing shadows just about five. Sometimes you can smell the green if your mind is feeling fine. There ain't no finer place to be than running Lakeshore Drive. And there's no peace of mind, the place you see, riding on Lakeshore Drive. South on Lakeshore Drive, getting into town. Just slipping on by on LSD, riding that trouble bound. This Friday night, and you're looking clean, the early to start the rounds. A ten minute drive from the Gold Coast back makes you show your pleasure bound. And it's four o'clock in the morning and all the people have gone away. Just you and your mind and make sure we're driving. Tomorrow is another day. And the sun shines fine in the morning time. Tomorrow is another day. South on Lakeshore Drive, getting into town. Just snaking on my own LSD, fighting that trouble bound. Get it now. That's great. That's yeah. a good tune. It's a good tune. Yeah. Yeah. That, like you say, that's a getting down the road kind of song. You betcha. Well, thanks, yeah. Art. And it took me a while, but I got it on. Yeah. All right, Thanks, Roger. Art. It's back to you. Okay. Uh, so when we were in Kansas City, um, we got to, you know, we always try and get out and see our musical friends. Right. And uh, we got to attend a uh, an event that happens uh, every year called uh, Cover Me Kansas City. Uh-huh. That's exactly right. Right. And it, it's a really cool event. It's where um, Kansas City musicians cover other, other Kansas City musicians, too. Right. And it's a fundraiser for the Midwest Music Foundation. That's which a, is a really cool organization. It's a great organization. So um, one of the one of the people that sang at this, and she was relating the program, but she got up and she, boy, she just had a killer voice. A, I know who you're talking. A really about. piercing, uh, kind of real uh, uh, piercing. Sounds bad, but uh, in a good way. Yeah, you know, yeah. really cuts through. Really projected. And her yeah. name is uh, Leah Spruill. Right. I, I did not know her. I have seen her. I've heard of her, but yeah, but yeah. So uh, I had to look into her and find out a little bit more. Um, uh, it, it, she has a, a classically trained background. 
Right? I did not know that. So um, she says, says, coming from a family of European opera stars, suburban church organists, flower child reggae guitarists, <laughs> and breezy Western campfire pickers, Leah was bound to have an eclectic sound and set of influences. Wow. So, but listen to this. Uh, in April 2011, um, her work... To catch a beast, which which was a which is an operatic song for orchestra and soprano. It's not it, to catch a beast. It was the name of the song. Okay, song right to yeah. catch a beast. Uh-huh. It was read by the Kansas City Symphony. Oh, really? And in 2012, she was awarded an inspiration grant by the Kansas City Arts Council to produce her opera for young audiences, How the Camel Got His Hump. <laughs> so she holds a, a, a DMA in composition from the University of Missouri Kansas City. And has taught theory and composition at the Interlochen Center for the Arts, which is UMKC's summer composition workshop. Right. And she currently teaches at Avila University. So, um, and she sings great country music. Yeah. <laughs> she was something, I mean, really. Yeah. She got up there with the guitar and just knocked it out. So I, I, I looked, and, and uh, she's got a couple of singles out there, and, and they're both really good. Uh, but I picked this one. Um, it's great Western swing, and she's got great players on it. Uh, and so it's a single from 2021, Leah Spruill doing You Don't Have To. You don't have to say you love me. Just please stop saying you don't like me. I know it's been a real long time. You don't have to be unkind to say you're being true You don't have to say you won't be Just maybe sharp wants to hold me Babe, I need to know you care But you see me standing there alone and feeling blue
See, that's something we talk about all the time is we got a bunch of great musicians. Yeah, in Kansas City. You betcha. Oh, you bet. You and betcha. and the live music scene is, is really super. Every night somewhere. Yeah. Seems like it, yeah. yeah so yeah. it's always good to get back. It sure is. And uh, speaking of that, it's back to you, Leo. Okay. Now, the music business uh, is a wonderful, wonderful thing, and sometimes it can be cruel. Yep. You know, we, we, we talk about that sometimes. Uh, there's this gal. Her name was Evie Sands, okay. right? She was born in 1948. Uh, no, 46. And anyway, um, she her career had, uh, spanned over 50 years, five decades. Okay. But you talk about somebody that's gotten uh, burned uh, a few times. Uh, she uh, she toured with a a, a, um, a Red Bird Star. This was a recording uh, label uh, in the mid 1960s, and the uh, she toured with uh, what was it? The Shangri Las. Oh, okay, okay. They were pretty hot act at the sure time, touring quite a bit. And uh, she uh, met this guy named Chip Taylor, and they ended up having a long collaboration over a lot of years. So he came up with this beautiful song. And it was called uh, Take Me for a Little While, right? Which right. was actually, hit, I think maybe it was written by a guy named Trade Martin. But anyway, one of the other of these people wrote this great song. Now listen to this. She goes into the studio and records a test pressing of the song, right? And a guy stole it. Oh, man. And he took it to another label and with a recording, uh, an established recording artist at Chess Records named Jackie Ross. Now, to their credit, Jackie Ross did not know about the subterfuge. Okay. So they, uh, they, they had a major hit at the time, and, and boom, with Chess back in the record in this known entity, the song took off and went. Wow. So, so Evie Sands got cheated, basically, yeah. out of this big hit. All right. So, you know, they come along, come along, and... Uh, what happened was they got into this big lawsuit with Chess Records, right? Well, by the time that they they pulled their copy off the market, it was too late. Oh, sure. You know, she didn't have a chance on this. All right, it happened again later. Uh, she uh, had a, a, a follow-up single called I Can't Let Go. And because of the lawsuits that were going on, I think, it just kind of got lost in the shuffle. Oh, jeez. And so by the time things settled down... Uh, you know, a uh, another band had picked it up and taken it and gone with it. Man. So th- for all of these bad things that happened to this gal, uh, she landed on her feet. And, oh, good. And so, but what I'm going to do, the song that she really got cheated out of the worst was called Angel of the Morning. Oh, sure. Uh, uh, Angel of the Morning. And when it what happened, when it was released, the, this lawsuit was going on. And so uh, Merrily, uh, Merrily Rush came out of nowhere and recorded it and had the big hit. Right. So what I'm going to do here is, is feature the original recording, Angel of the Morning, by Evie Sands, and she released it in 1965. There'll be no strings to bind your hands, not if my love can't bind your heart. And there's no need to take a stand, for it was I who chose to start.
That's great, and it's a great recording of it, too. It really is. Yeah. Oh, hey, look at the time. Oh, yeah, we're out of time. We really yeah, are. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, well, hey, you know, I was digging around in the cabinet trying to find something for breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here in Rosie, and, and I found this box of cereal. Oh, it, really? Well, I think it's been in there for a while. You think? Yeah. What's it called? We toast them crisp, we toast them light, you can tell by the taste. We toast them, they're a tasty treat, so good to eat, delicious and light from toasting. Oh, toasting. And you know what? We like them. Well, we're backing up. Uh, yes, we are. We are backing up kind of guys. That's what we do. That's what we do best. That's what we do. Well, this is the part of the show where we just, just get right down and beg. Yeah, we quit being nice Yeah, we quit it. being nice or polite no, or, or even having any kind of... Uh, no pride. No I mean, pride. No, um, nothing. Yeah, just you know, come on. Go to our websites. Check them out. Check it out. We work hard at this. We work hard. We, yeah. we, I mean, we, do, to our, we work our fingers to the bone. Yeah. And we drink beer while we're doing it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Only out of necessity, though. <laughs> Yes, that's true. It's the only way we can get to sleep <laughs> at night. But uh, go to our website. The one for this show is thedairyairs.com. And it goes without saying. Oh, please. It's absolutely important that you keep it right. You go, the, the dairyairs. It's a small word, but if you forget it, You'll you will never, never forget, forget it. Again, I mean, no. uh, we have never forgotten it so many times. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. It's yeah. over and over. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh, and of course, the website for the band is... Well, that's uh, 3trailswest.com with the number three there. Right. And that's where we've got our, our CDs for sale, and we got the T-shirts there, and stickers, and uh, our schedule. schedule. Yeah. Everything's going to be there. All that stuff. Well, if you go to either website, you're going to find a lot of content. content yeah. yeah. And if you watch it, we're pretty sure you will be contented. contented but there's so much there you is. could become... Confused, which case you should just contact, contact us, us and we'll help you walk through it. Yeah, uh, you can get right to us. Uh, at, well, either website has a contact us tab or get right directly to us with our email addresses. Mine is Roger, no D, at com, And likewise, mine is Leo, also no D, 
at thederrieres.com. And you know, uh, if you go to thederrieres.com and go to the Americana Roadshow tab, uh, you can listen to uh, any of our past episodes or download them and listen to them at your leisure, preferably in your leisure suit. Yes. Yeah. If you want to see how that's done, uh, check out our uh, opening page. Our buddy Jim Farrell is sporting a leisure suit. He's rocking this. He is actually rocking the leisure suit. Absolutely. Uh, But you know what else? What? You can find uh, our show now on Spotify. (gasps) Spotify. Yeah. It's my favorite. And you can find it on Stitcher. And Spotify. Uh Uh-huh. And tune in. Also on Spotify. And uh, Amazon Music. Don't forget Spotify. (laughs) And iHeartRadio. There could be some on Spotify. That's true. That's true. You just like to say Spotify. I I like to say Spotify. Yeah, you have a Spotify on the front of your shirt right there. It's mustard. Second day shirt, Roger. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. So as our buddy Mike Carr says, go Go nowheres without the derriers. All right. Thank you, Mike. We do appreciate it. Yeah. Now, let's see. I believe when we left off, uh, it was it's your turn now, right? It is my turn. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, again, I stumbled up, up across this group, and, and, and when I saw the name, it reminded me, I had made a note about this band, I don't know how many years ago, maybe 10 years ago, I heard something by them. Uh-huh. And, and I, I saw it again, and so I finally followed up, and, and the band's name is Dawes. Da- D-A-W-E-S. Okay. Uh, okay. And I'd heard something that I liked about them, and then I never came back to them. Uh, they're an American folk rock band from uh, Los Angeles. And they originally were doing a kind of a post-punk sound, and uh, and they abandoned that and went uh, to this folk rock thing. Uh, two brothers are in it, uh, Taylor and Griffin Goldsmith, and then they have bass and keyboards. But um, their their sound has uh, been described as a Laurel Canyon sound. Okay, well, uh, I, I, I okay. Yeah, uh, yep. So uh, uh-huh. people like Crosby, Stills and Nash, Joni Mitchell, Neil Young. Right. Uh, I kind of hear some Jackson Brown in them. Mm-hmm. And uh, their their debut. This is kind of cool. Their debut album, which was North Hills, they recorded it in in Laurel Canyon in a live setting to analog tape. Oh, okay. Now we're talking. <laughs> So uh, Rolling Stone called that sound authentically vintage. Okay. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. They'd been on the Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson, uh, played alongside Jackson Brown um, at the Occupy Wall Street event, and uh, were on the Late Show with David Letterman. Right, right, right. So they've they've had some, uh, you know, stuff. But uh, I found an album of theirs called Stories Don't End. It was from 2013. And I really like this tune. Uh, There's some cleverness to it, the way they keep coming back to the title, which is Someone Will. Grab your cigarettes and follow me out of the living room. And I'll get drunk enough to tell you how I feel. If I don't say these things, you know someone will If that look in your eyes as I slowly go through the evidence Gives any insight into the void you can't get filled
Interesting. Yeah, you I, got me on that one. I, I I never heard these guys. I, I really like their sound. I think we might want to look into some of those tunes. And we should mention that that bass heavy mix. The guy we're not doing that. That's that's the way they recorded yeah. that song. Yeah. Wow. Pretty cool. Yeah. Wow. Okay, Leo. Well, what do you got? Okay. All right. A while back here, you brought up the subject of uh, uh, bands with bird names. You yeah. Know? I think we, we started with the Ravens or something. Yeah. How that uh-huh. work out? Okay. Yeah. The so, larks. The larks. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, now well, I'm going to talk about the larks. Ah, oh, awesome. Okay. Now, get a load of this. Uh, this this band in 1950, they uh, they decided. I mean, they were on a roll, right? Uh huh. And so, uh, in in one single day, a six man group, right? They drove to New York, and on one single day, they recorded 17 songs. Whew. For four different labels under four different names. <laughs> wow! I mean, they were they were on a run, man. They uh, they recorded uh, four gospel songs for Jubilee Records. Yeah, hallelujah, and, hallelujah! And then they moved on to record uh, as the Jubilators uh, for Regal Records in New Jersey, right? Okay. Then they drove to Newark. And they recorded four secular blues songs, including a song called Lemon Squeezer, which we may have to get to later, as the Four Barons, yes. okay, for Savoy Records. And finally, they drove back to Apollo Records in Manhattan, where they recorded as the Southern Harmonaires. They recorded wow. four more gospel tracks. Man, they were putting it out there. <laughs> oh, Maybe one of these will hit. Oh, they were hitting it hard, man. <laughs> so the Apollo owner, uh, you know, his guy, his name was uh, Best Berman. He realized what the was the dude. And I said, uh, he, it's a she. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, she signed them to a contract which allowed the other companies to release the other recordings, but wanted to promote them as a secular R and B rather than a gospel group. So at this point, the group became the Larks. 
Oh, right? okay. And they named along the lines of other bird groups like the Ravens and the Orioles, which we talked about earlier. Uh, however, the chart success didn't really hit until uh, 1951 when this song came out. And the song is called Eyesight to the Blind from 1951. You can talk about your woman. I wish to God you could see mine. She's pretty. Hey, I forgot to mention when going in this, yes. that, that uh, came, that song, and that whole rabbit hole I went down there is a result of a digital mixtape yes. that Scott Rapko right. sent over to Jason, right? and then Jason sent over to us. That's a double-double right That's there. That's a double-double. Yeah, there's, double. there's more good stuff in that Oh, uh, there is. Too, that so. is. Well, hey, thanks for, uh, thanks for the tip, guys. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Hey, and you know what? We are out. We're flat time. out of yeah, time. We are, really uh, are. We got to get figure out. Uh, we got to figure out where we're going. Right. And uh, oh, it's that my would... turn to throw the dart. So I'll go get the uh, map. You get the map. Hang on for a second. Okay. Way back here. It's in the closet. I got it. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. Put it up on the wall. There, there. it is. There it is. Okay. You got it. Yep, I got it. Okay, I'll get the dart. Uh, uh, spoon drawer two. two. Yeah. Two. Got it. Got it. Okay. Ready. Okay. All right. Uh, got to get in the circle. Get in the circle. Are you ready? Uh huh. One. Two, three, throw the dart, throw the dart. Okay. Oh, wow. 
Okay, we went uh, west, uh, up a little bit. Tennessee. Oh, that's good. Tennessee, uh, yeah. Lebanon, Tennessee. I've heard of that. I have. I don't think I've ever been there before. Well, we won't be able to say that by next week. (laughs) Okay. We're on our way, baby. All right. Fun show, Leo. Yeah, this was a good time. All right. Well, we'll get going, and uh, we'll do this again next week. This has been the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Truckers Radio Radio, USA. USA. And don't forget to look behind you. It's the Derriers. Derriers.